1: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
2: Hey everyone, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is Season, Season five, 5 of Pero
1: Let, Let Me Tell You.
2: Fantasy Island, I'm Ricardo Montalbán. Yes. You know, Ricardo Montalbán and Julio Iglesias had, like, such a high stock among white American women in the 80s. That is true. Yeah.
1: Well, at least with, well, I guess both of them it was about the chest. What chest? Well, because Ricardo Montalbán did Star Trek Wrath of Khan, and Khan had, like, a lot of exposed chest. And then I feel like Julio Iglesias was always, you know, with very unbuttoned Button-down shirts on his album covers.
2: Okay, I guess on that note, let's start episode one. You know, one ninety-nine. Our last one, episode in the 100s hundred. We're talking about Luis Miguel and Rigado. Sorry, Julio Iglesias <laughs> and Ricardo Montalban. Why not? Know, as one does. Would so, they expect anything different? Welcome everybody. Welcome <laughs> episode 199 and there's this picture that Maluma has on his Instagram. Oh that, yes. of the fried chicken. Yes, exactly it. He, so it's Maluma on his, on his Instagram, it's a picture of him in, you know, a private plane and he's like, you know, sitting yep. like kind of, you know, there like yep. looking out the window and whatever and there's a bucket of KFC and a bottle of of, and a, of champagne of, or yeah, something. Yeah. And you're like, okay. But then if you scroll, because there's another picture posted, he's recreating a picture of Julio Iglesia in the 80s, I guess. That's a very famous picture. Right. Of Julio Iglesia on a private jet eating a bucket of KFC chicken with wine or champagne. And I I just thought it was hilarious. That's a very uh, Julio Iglesia thing to do.
1: That's a level of wealth that I hope to reach someday. I didn't even
2: think about it as well. Let me ask you something.
1: When again, everybody welcome.
2: How's everybody's welcome. week? 199. How's everybody's week? Getting ready for Easter. Oh, it's Good Friday. It's Good Friday. It's Good Friday. Which So, we're not going to be eating meat on this podcast. R-
1: well, yes, as, and you know we usually do devour bur- meat throughout right. the entire show. We're, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah there yeah. is
2: a we're butchering a cow we're, sometimes as we speak. Per, you know, this this is... <laughs>
1: Happy Good Friday. Our guest um, today is Burger Beast. We're gonna talk about fileo fish today. Yes, yes. Um, Which is always fun and funny because in English it's Good Friday, but in Spanish it's a bienesanto. Santo So when you translate it to English, it's no longer saintly. Right. It's right. just good. Right.
2: So we hope everybody, you know, no matter what you celebrate, is having a joyous Good Friday. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, I want I want to talk a little bit about that in a minute. Okay. Um, but I first wanted to talk about Holy Iglesia. <laughs> Finish that conversation yeah. <laughs> because, like, how do we feel about Holy Iglesia?
1: I mean, I don't think I have
2: ill feelings towards no, 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 Julio Iglesias. That way, I mean, um, I think that if you grew up in a Latin household and you were a kid in the '80s, Julio Iglesias is a part of your life. whether well, Julio, you want it or not. Julio
1: Iglesias in the '80s was the Latin explosion. Yes, <laughs> I
2: love, I love that again.
1: Very Dorothy, very Dorothy Golden Girls. Oh my God! Do you know who else was on the Golden Girls? And I have to give mad credit because the one who noticed this was Jose. Mm. Okay, so we were up last week, as as you may recall, I was not on on. The episode on the show. Um, thank you, Darwin, for filling in. Thank you so much. It was phenomenal. But so we were up in the in the mountains. We were watching the Golden Girls. Do you remember the episode where Dorothy is auditioning to go to Jeopardy? Mm-hmm. And it's when she goes to the final audition. It's her, this other lady, and this black guy, right? Mm-hmm. And we're watching it and blah blah. blah. And Jose is looking at the TV and looking at the TV. He's like, "Ese tipo se parece." Mm-hmm. A los de Que Pasa USA Que él era el esposo de la la factory worker Co-worker uh-huh. de, de Juan blah, blah. And it was him It was him
2: Though no, obviously years later Years yes. later But it was him And I was right. like,
1: man, babe You really like Wow Pulled that out of your yes, ass Yes, I remember
2: I remember <laughs> Wow <laughs> Wow From Que Pasa USA To the Golden Girl, And
1: he's still working He was on like Chicago Fire and- Wow
2: Yeah 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 Wow <laughs> so, I just had to pull that, that I just had to like nice. But um, I feel that Yeah in the 80s Julio Iglesias Was like the Latin
1: lover yeah. Yes you know? And I and, and based on what No no for, From a From a From a American White American perspective Because I I genuinely don't know Is it because of All the Girls I love you For With Willie Nelson Oh, I hate that song. So <laughs> right, I, but I, what, you know what? What else? You know what, what else could you know it be? What?
2: I don't know what song I hate more, that or any more. No, 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 no. That or uh, that's what friends are for.
1: At least that's what friends are for. No, there's not. Ra- an at least. No, no, no. It raised money for charity.
2: There's not an at least. The, 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 oh, so awful. So mm-hmm. awful. You know, the Niña Mujer. The Niña Mujer, I don't think we've ever really talked about the Niña Mujer. I don't think we have. I think that in 199 episodes, we need to talk about the Niña Mujer. It's about time. I mean, do we need to give a context of the Niña Mm -hmm. Mujer? But let's give one another. It's a song by Julio Iglesias. So Julio Iglesias. It's about Chabeli, right? Yes. Julio Iglesias wrote a song in the early 80s called the Niña Mujer, which is a song called, the translation would be from... Girl to Woman, which would later inspire mm-hmm. inspire, <laughs> inspire, inspire Britney
1: Spears. <laughs> to go up to the Grand Canyon. And sing, I'm not and- a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> yes.
2: But, you know, think about it as like the Latin version of Butterfly
1: Kisses, which I think is a Okay. Cool. Actually, that's a really good comparison. Song too, no, that song sucks, but it's, oh, it's, a, good, but it's a good comparison. I, you
2: know what? I don't like to say... I think Butterfly Kisses is, is awful. But I don't like to say that it's awful. And here I am saying it on the podcast. Because I realize that a lot of people dance that song with their dads. Right. And maybe their dads have passed away and whatever. So I don't want to... It has a meaning. It has right? a meaning to it. Right. So I don't want to shit on it. Right, like, right, right, Although I feel like I just did.
1: But... <laughs> you know what? Do Dance With My Father by, by Luther. Oh my God, I love that song. See? There's always an alternative. That song that song is so beautiful. Yes.
2: It's so That song gives me the feels. That is a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... Anyway, but the Niña Mujer, so the, th- the thing about the Niña Mujer was that that song became very popular in the 80s, and for about 20 years, <laughs> I'm not kidding, every single quince that you yeah. went to, the the quinceañera would dance it with their with with father. father, and every single wedding that you went oh, to, that's right, the, yes. yes, this yes. was a twofer.
1: That's right, this song had legs. Yes, this <laughs> was a
2: twofer, <laughs> yes. and I'm sure there were bar mitzvahs <laughs> in there for Jubin's. They danced it
1: with their father too. They probably would have made a final way to put a gender reveal a party.
2: Right? <laughs> a gender reveal party. <laughs> they probably would have figured it out too. Like this song was like everywhere. And you know when 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 I just listened to the song without all of that. Right. It is a nice it, song. Yes. yes. It is a pretty a nice song, song. Mm-hmm. and and it has very nice lyrics. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh my god, like it, yeah,
1: it, we were OD'd on Benyam oh Mujer.
2: God, it was like everywhere, and it's like, and I feel that. It was so played out that it lost its how special it was or it could have been. Right. right? Because it was like, okay, here's another wedding yeah. or another King's right. Because I think that I feel that a lot of times when you go to King's or even weddings, like pick whenever the couple, whether it's their first dance or again with the with the father and the mother right. uh, with a father and, and the daughter. You know when they pick like a, a unique
1: song, it's like, oh my it god, it stands how, out. It yeah. stands out. It's like, oh, that's so like clever that they picked that song. Have I ever told you what was the song that for some reason not I, not for some reason I know why, but not when you think of the lyrics they played in every '80s wedding I went to. When? Uh, the, like the the first song between the mm-hmm. couple was "Careless Whisper."
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> pretty song, not really appropriate right. as your right. first dance, right?
2: Well, I mean, if you it, listen it, to I the mean, lyric, I mean,
1: the saxophone. If it's true. I, I mean, we love the saxophone in the eighties,
2: yeah. <laughs> right? In the eighties, I miss was, the saxophone. I sort of do too. I do. That that that's one of the reasons why last Friday night when yes. the Kenny, G, Kenny sax G part was great, and I love the sax solo in Finesse with oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bruno Mars and Cardi B. Uh, but yeah, we do miss the saxophone. We should
1: fund a tour for Kenny G and Dave Cause. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the sax returns We could call it Sax on Return the Return of the sax <laughs> Oh yeah, Return of the sax And they Return could play it. Return of the sax <laughs> um, So yeah Julio, It was all the range Of Julio Iglesia yeah. <laughs> Oh my god Okay Okay I can't reference return of the mac without saying our mark morrison story well it's
1: your mark morrison story wait were you there i wasn't there i okay. feel like i was there yeah i
2: feel this is one of these I stories feel... that has i'm part of it now grown so much that right you know that you weren't there
1: i was not there but i was no because i think i was like the first person you called right after right. it no, happened i'm sure that yeah. it was
2: happening I'm like, You'll <laughs> so when i lived in downtown like one day i'm outside of the building. This would be like in downtown Miami. Right in front of the
1: AAA, A Fatux the arena, whatever. FTX
2: arena, whatever. And in the building next to where I lived in Marina Blue, there was there was like a fountain with like a ledge. It's still there. And there was this man singing. And there were and, and it's not like he had this huge entourage. Right. It was he was there like singing. He was filming a video. And I think there's maybe like the guy with the camera, maybe like an assistant. And there was what appeared to be a manager. Okay. And then I, being the music, being you know, you. being me and being the music, you know, Connoisseur. that I am, I'm like, I know that man. And I go up to the lady. I'm like, is that Mark Morrison? <laughs> and, you know, there are a ton of people passing by. Nobody, nobody stopped. Was, nobody was like, even looking twice. And she's like, yes, yes, <laughs> <You> it can... <laughs> is. She was so, like, proud that somebody somebody <laughs> knew had recognized mark morrison i'm like mark morrison return of the mac
1: what and this like, was how many years after that song came out this was like in
2: 2014
1: right because it's not like he was and doing, that song is from like 95 it's not like he was recording the video for the song right this like, was like 20 years right. later right and i like oh my god Like, did you refine the footage like did they ever make a video? Like, no,
2: I know, you know it's so funny because for years, this, no, this was like 2015. Yeah, th- this was like 20 years after that song came out. I did, I did look up for it. I like went to like his social media and all. I'm yeah. like, no,
1: I never saw it. So maybe it was for Germany. Oh, you know? you know those Germans. Those,
2: those, you know those videos that they would do for Europe. <laughs> yeah, Germans but, love a fountain. <laughs> yes, but, but I was like, wait,
1: that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picturing this like. This, like, very busy moment, you know, where yeah. hustle and bustle. And all of a sudden, you're like, hark. hark. It's Mark Morrison. It's Mark Morrison. You know that, um,
2: taking it back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Return of the Mac. Say whatever you will. That's a really good song. That's a jam. Yeah. Or as they would say now, a bop. A bop. Yes. Okay? That song is awesome. I don't care what anybody says. Judge me if you want. Like, I'll never forget that one time. When I was working like big law, I had that song on in like my laptop. And I, I remember I was in the conference room of the of the firm. And and you know, this was like serious. It was like big law. And I had it on like, you know, volume one. Okay. Like so nobody, low. I could I could barely hear it, right? And I was working on I forgot what I was working on that I was in the conference room. I think you know, it was a huge conference room. And one of the partners, you know, oh probably somebody at that time in their 50s okay. walks in and and he went to like get something in the speakerphone he goes like return of the mac great jam great song and i'm like oh yeah and i'm like how does this man know because that was like in i don't know 2007 so, right, so i've been like i was like yeah. 10 12 years old yeah. so i'm like wow return you know return of the mac like
1: maybe he's a european yeah
2: you know like my favorite song of that era is right
1: anything by craig david
2: No, Craig David is in the 2000s. Oh, okay. With that said, Seven Days by Craig David... It's probably the song I've listened to the most in my life. <laughs> Do you remember when I got go, like, oh with God.
1: Craig David? Oh, seven days? No, more like 365.
2: <laughs> For like seven years?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. 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 It yeah, was like
2: seven days, another song. Seven days, another song. What were
1: his singles? I was. I,
2: I heard... From Craig David? Yes. From that album? It the was... first song? Eh, will you fill me in? It calls the ver to answer uh, phone. No. And then it was seven days. Seven days. And then it was I'm
1: walking Away walking away from the trouble. I in heard my that life. song the other day, and I don't even remember where it was. But it was one of those things where it was that song followed by like three other songs that eventually that are like very like. I know where I was. It was in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. I walked up to Metro Diner, and they were playing Janet's secret song from Janet. It's a whoops Oops, now. now yeah, they played that. They played like, and I told her, I'm like. Is my iPhone, like, yeah. the playlist for yeah. this? When I walked in, they were playing Oops Now. It was, like, toward the end. And I was like, oh, nobody else here knows this song. Come on, you guys. Yes. <laughs> here we go now to the restaurant. Wow. That's that's great. That's random as fuck. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah Craig David. I got, I got it. I, I stand Craig David hard. You like, did. <laughs>
1: also, you know, I don't think we should use that term. Stan. Yeah. No? I was, because I was on an Eminem kick the other day, and... So, obviously, you know, I I heard the Stan song, and it's like, y'all, that's not a good thing. Yeah, I know. (laughs) But you know what I feel
2: about Stan? That's not a good thing. You know what I feel about Stan? I feel that that's a term that a lot of people use that probably don't know the reference to.
1: I guarantee. Yeah. I guarantee, because Stan is a good, what, 15, 20 years old? Stan
2: is 22 years old, because that's from the Marshall Mathers LP, which is from 2000. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, there you go. So, there were people using Stan who were not even a thought in their yeah. father's eye. No, what I was going to say
2: is my jam from like 95, 96 is uh, 95, my boo. 96. At night, I think of you. I want to be your that, lady, that song baby. That, that song, that's the type of song... You're going to the beach. Totally. You totally should know. Windows that. down. Windows down, not a care in the world. Nope. And it's like, I don't care that there's traffic. I'm looking at the ships. Yeah. Especially on, my on my, way, especially
1: on the causeway. Yes, it, it's the I'm causeway. On the way to the beach, look, it's the Carnival Valor. <laughs> oh, look, it's the Allure of the Seas. <laughs> I don't care that
2: there's... These da- new shit. There's a, a traffic jam here. There, there's cares? always traffic there now. That's true. It's okay. I'm going to the beach, the windows are down, and I'm listening to Quad My City DJs by Boo. <laughs> like,
1: and then it's followed up by the train. Well, I mean, you know, you should always go to the beach with Michelle, Tamika, and Tanya.
2: Of course. Yes.
1: They are great companies. That's a, that
2: song is so good. Like, really. Like, I know we always talk shit about the train, the you know, Quad <laughs> City DJs, but, I mean, that song is good. There's a reason people are still talking about yeah, it. That song that song is great. But yeah, no, Latin lover. Julio Iglesias,
1: Julio Iglesias Latin lover.
2: <laughs> Man, those... I mean, seriously. Those, like, 80s songs were so freaking epic. I mean, you know who's coming in concert? King. Pimpinela.
1: Oh, yeah, I did see that.
2: I saw it in a bus stop.
1: I was, I was about to take a picture. We can end the episode right now. <laughs> like, I saw it on a bus stop. Like, that's we're done. And I was like... <laughs> I, you know what would be fun To like our whole group Go see
2: and watch Pimpinela Because you know That when they sing Pega la vuelta It'll become Performance it's karaoke. art It's karaoke Yeah it'll yeah, become yeah. Performance yeah, yeah, art yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah
1: yeah Like I might as well Just go dress Like you know, those old For some reason People don't do it that Well maybe because Of the whole gender Neutrality thing Remember when people Used to do the Half man half woman dress yeah. I should go like that To Pimpinela
2: Victor Victoria Yes Wow That was man.
1: Wow yes. Look at you and Glenn Close Played that character One time Right Yes I'm gonna say yes, but okay. but I not 100. percent But I'm gonna give it to you because that sounds like a thing that would happen. But can you believe I knew that? You pulled that out of your I ass. I'm I do know. A you thing do pay attention once in a while. Um, yeah. We should try to get Bimpinela on the show. I, I would be a little starstruck. Of course I would. I'd be like, oh my god!
2: Like you're the soundtrack of everybody's life. <laughs> At the very least, all of our kinses. We all thought you were married, but your
1: brother and <laughs> sister. sister.
2: I mean, listeners, you all thought Bimpinela like, was married. Everybody did. Him, man. I mean, P- Pega La Huerta is God, such, it's such a, a good song. Good song. <gasps> oh. It's so like, like, I mean, listen, you want to talk about oh. empowerment? That I... that song has nothing on you ought to
1: know. Hell no. <laughs> uh, Alanis, <laughs> were you talking about your brother? No. no. Okay, so. She talking about <laughs> Dave you know, Coulier. going
2: down in a theater. right? But, you know, <laughs> that, because that song is so like... It, and, and what I like about Pega la Huerta is that it has build-up. Oh, it's a story. Yeah. It, it,
1: it's it's a classic story song. But just melodically, it has like a build-up.
2: True. Yes. yes, it starts off very... And
1: then, it the crescendos. No. no. Soy yo, so 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 yo.
2: So yo. ¿Quién es? Soy yo. Soy Quien es a buscar a, a ti. ti. Es tarde, porque, It's so like,
1: man.
2: <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, pero let me tell you, the The, only, the, the only podcast this week that is presenting to you Pimpinelas eh, pega la vuelta reinterpreted. <laughs>
1: as it should be
2: right. well you know what my favorite song of all like practically my favorite song of all time is right in it's in spanish de, de la gata bajo la lluvia la yes. like that song like i'm i'm seeing myself it's also one of the best
1: you know moments with our friends oh
2: yes 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 <laughs> we don't need to talk about that um there's alcohol involved
1: he was drinking and he meowed <laughs> i meowed but i didn't purr you would have purred I would have purred. I just went, meow. You, but, but it was perfectly timed. It was like the song had just ended. And you're like, meow. Okay. I didn't go, meow. You was, did, but, no, it, no, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a tiger. Yeah. It wasn't like you went meow. went, meow. No, you did it like like an afterthought, you right. know? Like,
2: meow. But <laughs> you, you would have purred. I would have purred. But that's like... That's like... My childhood. I'm, I'm in my parents' living room watching Siempre en Domingo and it's 1985 and everything is good in the world.
1: <laughs> I like that video you showed me a couple of weeks ago. That was probably like a month because around this type of carnaval con Vicky Carr y Ana Gabriel. Oh, yes. That For some reason, there's an eclipse in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, saying...
2: <laughs> um... I what's a song? Um, Amiga? Amiga, tengo el corazón right. <laughs> herido. El hombre que yo quiero yes. se me va. The
1: song with the world's least helpful friend.
2: Yes. <laughs> That's Cosas del Amor. Cosas Daniel del Amor. The, song, yeah, the yeah, yeah. famous yeah. duet with Ana Gabriel mm-hmm. and Vicky Carras. Yes. So, listeners, I mean, you all know this song. And if not, check it out. But... Check out the video. If What I find funny is when you go back and examine the lyrics, like Ana Gabriel is... Pouring her heart out to right. her friend. Like, her man left her. He left her. Is it another woman? Is it you my know, fault? Is it is my it... fault? Like, I loved him so much. I don't know what else to do. Like, right. she's, she's at the end of her rope. And Vicky Kat is like, Well, you obviously did something wrong. Yeah, it's all you. It's all you. And I'm like, <laughs> She's such a bitch. <laughs> like, can you keep at this moment, Vicky, can you keep your comments to yourself? <laughs> Just be supportive. Just be supportive.
1: The eclipse is coming. Just, Just be supportive. Be there
2: for Anna. <laughs> that's another one. Like, the hits are just, like, the hits are like, um, what's that? Because um, eh, she has so many. Um, I love the perfume, eh, pecado original. The song is about perfume, pretty much. Like Britney's? No, no, not like Britney.
1: Britney's inspired by so many Latin artists. And then
2: the other one is... Um, eh, Oh, quien como tu, Of course.
1: She
2: has such a great raspy voice. Yeah, she is.
1: It's like she's she's the original Demi Lovato. Oh. Well, voy, vocally. We love me. We love we love we love Demi.
2: We love Demi. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we could have a whole episode on
1: like. I mean, we kind of, we've already had twenty minutes. The great Spanish hits of the '80s. Or as I like to call it, Peluqueria Rock. Peluqueria Rock. You're right. (laughs) Peluqueria Rock. And
2: it's funny because even though I've never been into Musica Regional Tejana.
1: (laughs) Are we at the Grammys? (laughs) What just happened?
2: Musica Norteña. (laughs) Right? Growing up watching... So listen to this. Growing up watching Siempre en Domingo, as we did. And as probably a lot of our listeners listeners did. did. And growing up watching... Sado Gigante, yes. you know, they would have traditional Mexican uh, bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I feel that, like, during the 80s, especially, like, the most iconic one was Los Tigres del Norte. Oh, for sure. Right? We all, I don't know if I know I, what a t- I can't tell you a song, right? but I know who but they I are. I know who they are, and right. I know what they look like, right. and I know the evolution of a Tigres del Norte. Right. I compare them to, like, in English, Alabama. You know Alabama was in all these award shows. They would win every single American Music Award. But I can't tell you one like Alabama song, a single song of Alabama. But yet here we are winning all these awards, and awesome for them.
1: You are doing great today with the comparisons. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you really are. (laughs) (laughs) So okay, now
2: that um, you mentioned uh, Brittany, yes. So what do we think about this pregnancy? Is she pregnant? Has this been confirmed?
1: Okay, so here's the thing. For, here's, here's, here's the thing. What happened was, um, so as, as 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 our listeners may know, no no, I'm just saying, as our listeners know, you know, Brittany has announced her pregnancy and this and that, etc. I believe her, but the problem is that her pregnancy announcement came out in one of her usual rambling Instagram posts. So I'm gonna wait a couple months to see what happens. To see if it's really pregnancy or she has like, you know, peo because I don't know her Insta posts uh, grain of salt. Like I, you know, I'm still waiting to find out what the hell touch of Rose is. Right. <laughs> oh, but maybe she'll have a daughter and she'll name her Rose and she'll be like, this is it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just, you know, I'm happy for her. I, I And I do hope it's a little girl because I think she wants a daughter. Like, right. And, but dude, her kids are like men already. Yeah.
2: Is it wrong that when he got married, I totally didn't care? I just wanted to see
1: her. <laughs> she looks fantastic. And I don't know what she's doing. When okay, let's make sure we're talking about the same person here. I was talking about Victoria. Victoria. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she looks Okay she, Okay, here's where I'm going with this. As celebrity women age, they tend to look harder because there's the surgeries and this and that, that, that many of them well, but have. She looks softer. Right, but, but they're still fairly young. Victoria Beckham is like
2: 46, 47. You know
1: as well as I do, and as well as anybody on The Housewives, that that's like, okay, fill her up, you know? No, no, you're she right, looks, but... She looks soft. I think she looks good.
2: Like you mean, I, I think you're trying to say that she still looks fresh.
1: Yes, right. yes, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't really care too much for Brooklyn Beckham, like... I mean, he could have been my neighbor. <laughs> but, this is true. You're so I, selfish. Right. Excuse me. I, I, you know, what my whole thing with Brooklyn Beckham was that a couple, of, like maybe a year ago, and it's nothing against him. You know, maybe he's a yeah. wonderful guy, but like a, a year ago, he was on the Today Show, in like a cooking section. Okay. Remember, I called you, and I was like, Brooklyn Beckham was just in the Today Show, and he, he was like cooking a steak. And I'm like, okay, this is obviously his agent wanting to do something
1: with something the name, something
2: with the name, right? That now Brooklyn Beckham is a cook, right? Or is a chef? Uh, well, not a chef, but a cook. And it's funny because, like, you know, he didn't present anything new. Like, he's like, oh, you have your steak. So it wasn't like the Brooklyn method. I, I or... put butter and then I cook it and then you know, like four si- four minutes on each side and then you know, I put a little put of rosemary on and it and here's the steak. And I, I was like, "Oh, but are you opening up a food blog? Like, are you opening right? A, what's the like, What's the goal here? What's right? The, so what's I'm, the point?" I'm like, "Oh, they probably just needed some space." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, find somebody. Yeah, but you know, good for them. I know that you said steak. Have you- Although, with that said, I thought really quick. I'm like, "Cause you know, I love Victoria Beckham. I love Victoria Beckham since, since she was Victoria since Adams. Adams, yes. <laughs> um, I like. Since, I love her. Yep. I, I. I was pretty sure that." I was gonna meet her. Somehow we were gonna make it work. I, I, yeah, I get it. Somehow it was. It was somehow we were gonna arrange. You figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um. <laughs> so really, when he got married, I'm like, I just want to see pictures of your mother. I don't even care about your father. <laughs> like, I. I, I, no like, congratulations <laughs> to all of you where's yeah. your mother where's your mother <laughs> and it's funny because when the pictures were released it was obviously of them yeah. and I'm like scrolling I'm like I don't care <sighs> I don't care about her dress <laughs> I don't care about her like I don't care about them where's the mother like there she is Well there she is in her whatever way in she looks silver but um but you know congratulations mm-hmm. to them
1: now that you said steak though I'm only bringing this up because I don't know if you've heard of this place here in Miami but I now have heard of it twice in the span of like two weeks mm-hmm have you ever heard of Poppy Steak? Poppy Steak? No. Okay. Poppy Steak is a is a restaurant south of 5th uh in the beach. Mm-hmm. And Poppy Steak you can purchase a steak for $1000.
2: Oh, great.
1: And when you purchase it, they come out with like, you know, all of the 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 fanfare and those torch things and this and that. And all I can think of because I, I was meeting with some people through my job, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we're here. We were here in town, and we went to this place, and they had a thousand dollar steak." And I probably looked like the biggest asshole because I was like, "You paid? You went to a place that had a thousand dollar steak?" Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh, because I'm like, that is the biggest waste of money I've ever heard of in my fucking life." Like, and I, I was like, "Oh no, I'm so glad I'm the client," because <laughs> um, they all just kind of have to nod their head and agree with me. But that is the most Miami bullshit. Well, here's the thing, I. What is this this cow from Mars?
2: I think that when you... I mean, everybody today says they're a foodie. Um, I, I don't think of myself as a superior foodie than anybody else. But you know that I am a foodie. And I cook. You know food, yes. I know food. I'm not an expert, but I know food. And obviously, anybody that knows anything about good food and good meals knows that... The, some of the best meals that you can have in your life come from a hole in the wall. $10. Or from street food, Yeah, right? Yeah, um, So to me, a fancy restaurant has never... It's not something that I... It's not impressive to you. It, it doesn't say anything to me. Right. Um... Of course, you know, you want to go someplace nice like the Capitol
1: Grill for an anniversary, uh, for like or an anniversary an event.
2: But that's more of like a package, right? right, right. And the food is good. I yeah. mean, yeah. a steak in Capitol Grill is great. It's expensive, but it's great. It's good. But it's not,
1: but, that's not for a fucking steak. But,
2: but you know, and, and there's certain, you know, there's certain, like, I think, expensive levels. Like, for example, I love, I, and, and I'm not a big steak eater, but I do love roast Chris, like with the butter so on the good. filet mignon. That, that is very delicious. You know, that's something nice to go like a nice steakhouse and have the, mm-hmm. the cheesecake and right. that whole experience, right. right? But, I mean, obviously, the steaks there are, like, what, $30, $40, right? right? So, yeah. So, like, yeah, a $1,000 steak or these restaurants that you go to that have whatever that's gold covered, covered in gold leaf. It's Who like, cares? What does that mean? Who cares? Like, I don't... I
1: know, like... Like, this steak, it's... I guarantee you it's just as dead and just as cooked... As a Do you thirty dollars steak? Is there was
2: something special about the? the... Uh,
1: I'm trying to remember if there was anything special was it, about it. It must be
0: uh, wagyu.
1: A, at minimum, at minimum, or you better be allowed to kill it yourself for a thousand dollars. I mean, I shit. Mean, it
2: has to be because that's the only way. Let me see about. It
1: well, everything way. on their menu, I, I did notice that nothing on their menu has a price. Right. Online, um, but when I saw it, it was just like I, I got angry and flashbacks of like the bullshit of like it's like, wagyu,
2: it's a wagyu tomahawk. Okay.
1: Okay, but still.
2: No. Well, oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Well, I mean, obviously, wagyu is
1: very expensive. Okay. I've had wagyu. You've had wagyu. We haven't paid a thousand dollars for it.
2: And to- the tomahawk cut is very expensive. Okay. As well. We've each had a tomahawk right, in our life. It's not, We've never paid a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. I mean, a wagyu steak in like New York City can be like two, three hundred dollars, which is still absurd. Right. But like, it's a bargain compared, compared to a thousand dollars. Thousand dollars. Right. Um.
1: And of course, it comes out with all the fanfare that people record so they can post it online. Oh, of and course, it's that's the bullshit it. we keep talking about, like with the salt bays and it's all salt that. Assault base. like it's, I, it's it's you. But it's dinero just so that you can be like, look where I'm at, look what I did. You know, I'm making moves. Well, you, well, yeah. That's why
2: that type of restaurant, like, again, when you know, and again, it's not even knowing about food; it's appreciating food and. And 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 in all the different forms it comes and mm-hmm. and avenues that it comes, that type of stuff you see right through it. Like yeah. that's why I've never had any any inclination whatsoever to go to Salt Bay to uh, it's called set or whatever. Well we called. also don't go
1: to avowed, um, you know, communist right, restaurants. Right, but <laughs> even if that was the thing.
2: But what's this whole show though for you know like, him? <laughs> see the 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 whole, you know, cartoon thing, you know? <laughs> oh I'm gonna put my hand in and throw the salt, like I mean, He's not really, even the chef Really that's why We're paying so much money For you to do this Like I That type of stuff Doesn't impress me
1: What I saw you and I Are like Shania Twain what? That don't impress me much
2: That don't impress me much It doesn't It doesn't And that's why like A lot of these restaurants And like South Beach And all that Like I find that That you know Many times I've gone to Some of these more expensive restaurants Either for a birthday Or an event or something And they're good It's not like you come out of it And you're like Okay that was terrible But it's like <laughs> If I'm paying this amount of money I want it to blow my mind
1: Oh I'm thinking of an experience
2: That we had that was Salimo con hambre Oh when we went to Tantra yeah. in the early
1: 2000s. That place is closed now, right? Yeah, Tantra yeah. closed.
2: Yeah. So we went to Tantra some years ago, and, and the Ooh, listeners, it was like 20 years ago listeners who you know are from Miami and or were, were from Miami, were or Miami. Of, uh, yeah. link, of Lincoln Road age in the early aughts. Um, this was like a very big restaurant, like a very popular restaurant, because Tantra was not They said that the food was an aphrodisiac, right? right? Yeah, but did, had you forgotten about that? Aspect? I did forget about that. It was, the food was, you know, an aphrodisiac. Um, and I remember they would always say like, "Oh, there's grass inside Bengtira." When you would walk in, like the lobby had a little patch of grass. (laughs) And I remember that we we went for a friend's birthday, and it was a a group of us, and like the food was like ridiculously expensive. And then not only that, but they had like a minimum small. They had like a minimum surcharge; like every person had to order.
1: Regardless of whether you were just there.
2: Right? Like, I remember we had a friend that she had already had dinner and whatever earlier in the evening. So, it was another friend's birthday... And she had just come to hang out right. and have a drink and whatever. And they're like, No, you have to order a minimum. I think it was like I think because yeah. to They told
1: her at first you have to you have to order something and she's like, Okay, I'll order the appetizer yeah. or whatever and they're like, No, it has to be an entree. Right. I don't stand for none of that bullshit. No. And the food was like, we all went to where would you go? McDonald's or Denny's? We went to after? Denny's afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Meetup. We left there hungry and we were not horny. So right. I yeah. mean
2: like <laughs> No, you got turned off by the prices exactly. and the the, the food. <laughs> the food. Um, I that's that to me is all a gimmick. It's like whatever. As you said, it's to be like oh, I went here. And, no, and not, no. and now in social media world, it's like oh, you know, I'm tagging you know everyone. St- uh, st- I don't know when you said steak, Bobby. I was thinking I don't know food truck. <laughs> that's a like,
1: or Bobby that w- steak. That would be a cute name for a food truck actually. Yeah. That's where steak I was Bobby, going. Yeah, steak sandwiches.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of the route that I was taking with that. But, you know, whatever.
1: So, yeah.
2: what were you going to tell me that you wanted to bring up for the podcast?
1: It might have been that. But I also think so I also I I want to live online. I do want to propose something to you here because as you know, next week is our 200th episode.
2: No, don't put me on the spot. I already said.
1: And I already think that I think that for a 200th episode, I think we should maybe do an IG live Mm -hmm. where you and I both go and put on very expensive suits and tuxes, but then do the entire episode in the pool. In our tuxes. Oh, okay. (laughs) You had me going there for a second.
2: Okay, you had me going there for a second because, you know, a, a very good friend of mine, him and I, we're both Bond fans, yes. and we have always said that we want to go watch a James Bond movie in like decked like, out, like we wanna, as Bond. We want to go in a tux right. and rent, like rent an Aston Martin to like okay, drive to the theater, wow. right? And like step out with like the Bond theme music, right? Right. right. Um, <laughs> we didn't even see the last Bond together. Um, okay, so we're talking about Mariah. We are talking about Mariah, Mariah did an Instagram live this week, in case nobody saw probably nobody saw it where she did an Instagram live and she was in her in a pool decked out in a gown and a full and her diamonds, gown makeup everything. as Mariah does
1: yes what I think is great about that Instagram- what was the reason that
2: she did it okay so I was about to say that Sorry. what is great about that Instagram live and listeners if you want to amuse yourself go to her Instagram and it's still there is that it was for like 20 minutes and she really didn't say anything
1: are you serious yeah she just woke up and she's yeah, because like
2: the thing is that like her kids were there and brian was there so it's like oh darling bring the black irish her new oh you know, right. irish tea oh yes we're here having splashes like oh are we gonna talk to them about that project i have you know that project i have coming up oh no we can't talk about the project no 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 we can't we can't oh because something we're 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 in the studio we're writing i'm like what are you saying like this just it, it's it's like kind of reminded me of dr Seuss the movie when it's, uh, this girl goes to Mike Myers the fish is talking and he's like but what does it say that's,
1: that's like, true
2: it's sort of like, it another one another one. <laughs> I'm telling you
1: you are on a roll today my friend
2: and um I was like she just spent 20 minutes like she didn't say a thing
1: like I mean so I got to my when she was promoting her her whiskey
2: right is it no like irish sort of, is a whiskey per, right she was sort of she sort of mentioned in passing she didn't even like men like <laughs> properly mentioned it that her master class premiered this weekend oh that's, this right, week. that's right um but it was so like and then they were trying to do instagram live with like people calling in and then it wasn't working so then she's like darling you know uh technical difficulties and i'm like I feel that at this point, Mariah Carey and her technical difficulties—it's part of the the—it's part of the running joke. Again, it's, it's part the, of the brand. It, it's
1: the things that she does that if you get it, I think she's in on it. She's in on the joke. Yeah, she understands what people are coming for, and that people who get it get it, and people who don't. Are, just are gonna still going to talk about her yeah. So she wins either You're way like, Can you believe Mariah
2: Carey Was in a gown in a pool right. Like who does that Why not Who does that Like who does she think she is She's Mariah, she's Carey. Mariah Carey In a <laughs> pool in,
1: a, in an evening gown
2: As one does Why
1: not <laughs> Why the fuck not But you not? know as
2: a fan I'm there watching like Okay what are we announcing <laughs> Right what are we you were expecting about? something And she's like Oh Miss Monroe Her
1: daughter Like That's oh right.
2: Come and be in the Instagram live. I'm like Oh <laughs>
1: Oh, geez. So. Maybe she had been having too much of the black Irish. So
2: actually, I wanted to um, talk about something a little bit more grim, <laughs> a little with more depth. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we're heading into a a, a less lively version, conversation on our 199th episode. All right. How is everybody today? I think they're, they're doing good. It's, fr- it's Friday. It's, it's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's Friday. I mean, Friday. I'm assuming you may be listening it's, on Monday, but you can if you're listening on Friday right. again. I don't like to say like Happy Good Friday. It's like Happy Good Friday, you know. Um, hope
1: you are enjoying your Friday. Hope you're enjoying your Friday.
2: Um. So this week, Molly Shannon was on. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that on Howard Stern, and he was. In all fairness, he's the one who asked her. What was it that he asked her? Specific? So they he asked her about an incident about Gary Coleman.
1: Oh, because she just released a book.
2: Yes. And we, you know, as we know, we Gary Coleman from Different Strokes. Mm -hmm. And she was saying how when she met Gary Coleman, or at least in this incident, Mm -hmm. she was, I forget how old she was. She was very young. Yeah. And she was a virgin. um, And again, very young. And um, he asked her up to her hotel room. Mm -hmm. And she very naively thought. Sure, why not? Because they had somebody in common. I don't know if it was like a manager. Her manager.
1: She had just gotten her first manager, who also managed Gary Cole. Right.
2: Right. So, um jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully, with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry
1: of the highest quality at the best price. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com people today.
2: And he, he, he took her up to her bedroom and certain things happen where, you know, the way that she recalls it, it's harassment, Well, Right.
1: He, ju- he jumped on her, right. so yes. But
2: that's not that's not like th- why I'm bringing it up. Okay. So, and and her the way she explained it, you know, you could tell she wasn't being salacious about it. She's, She's like, this is what just, happened. This is what happened. And she even was like, you know, she even said, look, because of his stature and he was so short, yeah. I wasn't like she didn't feel physically threat. threatened, but I was very uncomfortable, right. rightfully so. So my question to you is, and what's up for conversation? Do you think it's okay – I mean, for anybody, but obviously a celebrity has a public platform mm-hmm. – to bring up something – I mean, in this case it was sexual harassment, but whatever it, it is. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's fair or
1: proper to bring something up of somebody who's died? It's funny because that's actually one of the first thoughts I had when I when I first heard about this. Because obviously that person can defend themselves. That's what I was thinking. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm not saying – I don't want it to be like a, you should not speak ill of the dead and blah 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 because you know God knows we speak ill of Hitler, rightfully so. Well, um, yeah, that's a little bit. But 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 in this instance, I and again, it's Molly Shannon, right? So it's also somebody like you were saying. She's not salacious. She almost and and this is again what you bring, what we bring to the table, right? Because it's Molly Shannon when. I read this and I read her quotes, I hear it in the Molly Shannon funny voice. Right. And I hear it as like, you know, she's all animated and telling the story. So it, it almost, it, even though it is about, you know, in a, in a sexual harassment assault, however you want to classify it, it almost defanged it by the fact that it's coming from her. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I I feel very weird when people make these allegations or, or recount these incidents about people who are dead Particularly when it's somebody who, to my knowledge, you haven't heard these things about. Mm-hmm. Because if tomorrow, you know, Bill Cosby passes away and somebody comes out and says something, we all collectively will be like, "Well, yes, right." Like this is someone who either we know what happened or had to deal with it, and we know what their what their response would be. But in this instance, it just feels weird. And in this instance, but I mean, in the instance of of someone who's dead, I, who- I have. Uh, yeah, sort of similar to you. I have
2: mixed feelings about it. Because on the one hand, I think especially if you're talking about something like that, you need to tell your truth. And if that's gonna be and she's writing a biography, for you, I mean if that's gonna be cathartic for you and if it's gonna help other people, do it. You know, you need to say your truth. Right. So on that one hand, on that one hand, I agree with it. On the other hand, that person isn't there to defend themselves. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about it from a legal defense yeah. perspective. Yeah. But that person, even if they're a jerk. Right? Even if they're a jerk and they were terrible, they're not there to defend themselves. Um, especially, I mean, I, I hate to put it in this context if that person has like children, you know what I mean? Uh, because it's like your father, on mm-hmm. well, this case, a uh, male, I mean, it could be a female. That person is, uh, that parent is not there to tell their side of the story, to maybe explain to you what happened. So I, I'm very on the fence about it. Like, I see it both ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you are right. Like the, have you heard the interview? I read it. I I, right. I didn't hear it. it. She was mentioning it, sort of like very as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I would say that probably in other cases that. Um, you know, um, either were more violent or whatever. Yeah, people need to say their truth. I mean, in, in any case, in any case, yeah. in any case um, people need to tell their truth. But it's just it's it, it, it's a little bit complicated. It's a little bit complicated because again, the other person isn't there. So, but I just thought about that, and I'm like, hmm, like, I mean, good for her. Uh, good for her. Yeah. It's just, it, it,
1: hey, he didn't have any kids, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I know he was married at one point. Yeah, yeah. So, but I don't think he had any any kids.
2: So. I don't know if you heard, or maybe you listeners, you heard um, this week. The uh, Library of Congress added some songs to their oh no to their audio history library. So obviously, anything that's added to the Library of Congress, whether it's visual or audio, it's because it's culturally significant right. and it impacted that. And Ricky Martin was
1: added. Vida loca. Vida loca. Well, I mean, you can't argue with, with you can't argue with the reasoning. I know but that I okay I know why they added that song but that song, okay. But you're also approaching it from someone who has been following his career. But he has before so many
2: really good songs before that before and
1: better. after. Yes, but you, okay. I know, I know, I get it. Okay. I get it. I get it. I are I you gonna it. tell me that uh, "Fuego uh, de Noche" "Fuego, fuego de, de Noche"? Día? <laughs> uh-huh. That's a great song. But that had a bigger cultural impact you know, than "En la Vida I Loca." Get it,
2: I, look, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But like, I, I feel that this is the type of stuff when sometimes you hear a singer, especially a singer not connect to a song that is like their biggest hit it's like it's so true because like this song and it's not that i'm hating on that song but that song sucks compared to so many other songs in his catalog that are really good songs right i'll well, right? we'll
1: never get desmond child on the show now
2: <laughs> well we weren't going to anyway hey listen desmond child rode living on the edge that's true living on a prayer living on the edge living on the edge is aerosmith whoa yeah. um it's a great song too that is a good song. Both of them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um but that's not a that's not his best song. It's I think what you're trying to say is that again, as someone who knows the Ricky Martin catalog, that song is not indicative of the catalog. Yes. I would argue that nobody wants to be lonely is probably closer to his overall catalog than Vida Loca.
2: It's funny because nobody wants to be lonely. When that song first came out, I liked the Christina Aguilera version more, and now I like the solo version. More. Really? Yeah, I went back on it. Oh, okay. Because it's like yeah, I think the solo version is a little bit more melancholic, but 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 then again, I feel about Ricky Martin the same way about I feel about Shakira. No, I feel about Shakira even stronger. No, for sure. Shakira, Spanish, In Spanish, Spanish.
1: Leave some balance. Leaves and balance. One of, and Bounds is just one a of poet. my
2: favorite. She's a poet. The only song of hers in English that I think is a great song mm. is "Hips Don't Lie."
1: It's just a good song, but it's
2: funny because Hipstone Lie" is in English, but I don't really think about it as in her English catalog. I think about, because it has the Jerry Rivera sample.
1: <laughs> That's okay.
2: And it has Wyclef John, so mm. it's it's so.
1: There's so many other it's elements.
2: In English, but it's not <laughs> an English pop song, like you know. Eh sure yeah like i remember when she came out with that song underneath your
1: clothes but that okay but that at least that sounds like a shakira song
2: but like i I just i don't like her in english at all like i it's
1: like i I love objection in english i do love objection tango yeah yeah again those songs her first english albums sounded like the shakira sound not the lyrics. I'm saying the sound.
2: Yeah, but I just know. I don't, I, her, her, mira, that's something that I really respect about Maluma because Maluma speaks perfect English. Yeah. And they have said it. He's like, why don't you record in English? And he's like, because I sing in Spanish.
1: Yeah, but it was a different world too when, when. No, when, I get it from a business perspective. Because now it's different. the
2: crossover yeah. and all that stuff. No, you're right. The
1: crossover now, it doesn't really exist the same way.
2: Right. No, no, you're right. Um, but like her music in, in Spanish is like, Amazing. It's like yeah. it's she's a poet. She is. And in English, it's so like huh.
1: it's it's and I and you know we love the term, but it's pop. Yeah, it's like it's top 40 pop. I mean listen, if you're playing in the same
2: Spotify playlist as uh Ashley Simpson, you're probably
1: now we'll never get Diana Ross either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh ashley simpson do we like ashley simpson i don't think i've ever stopped to think about ashley simpson yeah so i don't know about whether i like her or not yeah i don't think i have an opinion necessarily one way or the other of ashley, ashley simpson, simpson. got stains on
2: my t-shirt <laughs> I, I don't really I, 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 she's... like i look back sure. on her music now and it's like i don't know i think it's funny I'm like, sure, on why a not? On
1: Monday, I'm waiting.
2: On <laughs> a Tuesday, I'm fading. Maybe she thought she was going to be as successful I with Craig in his seven
1: breathe. days. <laughs>
2: Ugh.
1: No. I mean,
2: whatever. I think the greatest thing she ever did was that little jig on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> she was
1: like, you know what? What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my audio went out. Audio went out. It's not even the same song. Like, sure. You know, it's so funny. She could have just sang the song again. I don't don't think you could because it's Saturday Night
2: Live. Right, but she had the backing track to the first song. But wasn't it that it was... No, what happened was that... I thought it was like a lip sync situation. Well, yes and no. She sang the first song she sang. I forgot what song it was. If It was Pieces of Me. Probably. Yeah, it was Pieces of Me, the first song she sang. And then the second song, we we're talking about Ashley Simpson on episode <laughs> 199. This is the most anybody has talked about Ashley yeah. Simpson this week. So then in episode, I'm sorry, in the next song she was going to sing, the vocals to it, um, it, Pieces of Me came out again. And that's when right, she started right. doing the Irish jig. <laughs> I would have just sung the song again. I mean, everybody would have been like, wait, is she singing the same
1: song? Like, why not? A song's so nice, I sang it twice. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you know? I mean. <laughs> why not? Why the
2: hell not? You know, that's one of the guiltiest things I've ever watched. I was in law school, forgive me. What, what? I remember there was a weekend that her, I- Her songs. reality? I saw the whole marathon of the Ashley Simpson show, and I'm not sure, sure why, because I was never into Jessica Simpson- <laughs> Uh,
1: I like Jessica more than Ashley.
2: Well me too. Yeah. But I was it's not like well, no oh my god I love Jessica Simpson. Right. You weren't your
1: father watching Nilly Woods. I was like my father watching Miley Woods. Right.
2: Um yeah. At that time 60 year old man and he loved Miley Woods and when 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 they broke up he was like in shock like he couldn't believe it. And he'll still ask me he's like yes, uh Jessica Simpson y el esposo she doesn't know. He can't say Nicholas.
1: Shea. like <laughs>
2: they've ever spoken to each other, Dad.
1: I'm sure he gave her words of support when she came out as an alcoholic.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I was never really into Jessica Simpson, not enough to warrant watching her sister's reality right, right. show. Yeah. I never really cared for Jessica Ashley Simpson's music either, but somehow I watched her reality you show.
1: Hey, now that we're talking about shows, did you see that? Dan- and live stuff, Dancing with the Stars is moving to Disney Plus. So it's not going to be live anymore? It is going to be live. So it's going to be the first live show to air on a streamer. So it's still going to air Mondays, let's say 8 o'clock or whatever time. But it's not going to be on ABC anymore? It's not going to be on ABC. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. And oh. so it got renewed for two seasons, both of them on Disney+. But why? I don't know. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. I do know. Well, I, we know I, obviously ABC and Disney. Right. So number one, because it's Disney, so they can just shuffle it around everywhere and no big whoop. I do believe it's a twofold situation. I think that the ratings are probably not there, Mm -hmm. um, but they still recognize the power of it as a property. And as these streamers continue to grow, you need to keep doing things that will bring people in. So, what's the easiest way to do something? Actually, this is not the first um, network show that has moved to a streamer because Seal Team and Evil both went from CBS to Paramount Plus.
2: Right, I um, but but uh, but a lot, but that's, but that's not live. But,
1: right, but that's not live. So this is a new way to be like, well, guys, it's a live show and it's the first live show ever on a streaming service, and you know. So from a business perspective, I I, I get it, but I don't know that dancing. I, I just don't know that people are going to be subscribing to watch Tyra Banks host Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. And they better get some good stars because if now I'm paying, right, like it's not gonna cut it to have you know a YouTube influencer.
2: I've told you, like, it would be epic if one year they did like a list dancing with the stars, <gasps> like Beyonce.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm not going that high. My first thought was Paul Abdul. No, no, because I want, but I want a list in terms of like people who can dance. No Not just A-level a- celebrities that's not,
2: that's not why I watch Dancing with the Stars I honestly I, I've told you this a hundred times I No you know, like the journey I love the journey Like the one of the best journeys I've told you a million times Is like It's a Rob Kardashian Like he went from like Not dancing To like being in the finals right. Candace Cameron was the same Like I like People that like, people that have the potential, because there's always a people in the first couple of weeks, I'm like, oh, you're there as a joke.
1: There's a Kate Gosling, yeah. and a Carol Baskin. Yeah.
2: Right. Come on, then put Billy D Williams. Billy <laughs> D Williams, the first week he was there, they did the Star Wars theme.
1: <laughs> They're like, I'm Yeah, because this, this is going
2: to be our week two. <laughs> like, you know, when, when Alfon, Alfonso Ribeiro was there. Right. But he obviously... He's you know a can dancer. Dance yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Can dance. You know, every week week you watch like, okay, when are they going to do the Carlton dance? Right. When are they going right, to do right, it? Like right. you were wait, you knew they were going to do it. Right. The same thing when um, With sporty with Mel with Scary with with, Scary, no, with, with... with it, uh, Jesse with um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkeley. It's like you knew they were going to do something yeah, of Say by course. the Bell, right, right, which they eventually did. But Billy did <laughs> Billy, <laughs> Billy D. Williams mm. first episode Star Wars. Because Just do it. There's Just... not going to be a week two for no. you. Um, no, <laughs> but with the people that aren't like that great and turn out to be surprisingly really good, surprise you, yeah. you know. I, that's what's fun. I just think that that show and and I I was into that show for for yes. I mean, do you remember when Candice Cameron was there? Is that I would send out group
1: texts like vote for her, vote it's for the her. one time he was active on the group text. Yes, vote for her, vote for her, I <laughs> and think Jody I get, Sweden. I mean, yeah, Jody Sweden too. I got the
2: I got Candice Cameron to the finals. I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs>
1: And the universe rewarded you by having you go to Fuller House.
2: Exactly, I, I needed to have told her. I'm like, "Hey, Candace, <laughs> right here. You were in the finals because of me <laughs> and my people." <laughs> but, um, but I just think like any reality show that even was hugely popular, it, it's run its course, right. you know. And and
1: at least this one has the competition angle, right? Where it's to your point, you get in theory watch somebody. Do a thing, right? But but even it's not just a quote unquote I just reality. Think even
2: if they get because look, as much as JoJo Siwa annoys me, she pulled in people, right? She has an yeah, audience, yeah, 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 yeah. and a lot of these people on the, that of that show, the celebrities have an audience. Right. I just think that that show
1: ran its course. The same thing that American Idol. I mean, mm-hmm. I loved American yeah, Idol, but, but American Idol now is just it's ran its course. It's like who cares. I hate to say it that way, but...
2: It is. It is. And then the view... I'm sorry, the the voice is just, you know...
1: Chugging along.
2: We're not sure why that show is on there. It's,
1: Odita next season, it's literally just going to be the chair spinning.
2: Yeah, it's like they don't need to be a singer. They don't need to be a singer. And it's just the chairs and the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Go, but who was the person who said that... We talked about this. They were like, the voice is about the judges, not about the contestants. Uh,
1: yeah. No, I mean, I don't know who it was, but yes. Right. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's why I've never cared for that show. But American Idol, I mean, I am, you know, well, you and millions of people. Yes. It was the highest rated show for years in the country. But it ran its course, you know.
1: It's a different world now, too, just from a singing perspective. I mean, how many people are getting discovered on TikTok and YouTube? Like, we don't need an American Idol. Think, we don't need a voice. I just
2: think, Mina, I think that... If you, th- if you really stop and think about it, whether it's American Idol, even something like America's Next Top Model, mm-hmm. um, Dancing with the
1: Stars to a certain extent. America's Got Talent.
2: America's Got Talent even. These shows all came out in the early 2000s. And yeah. there was such a height at that time that the people who won these shows, there was a certain credibility factor in the sense of... Kelly Clarkson beat out, like, 10,000 people right. that auditioned for that show. Right. Right? So there's a certain credibility factor to it. Right. Right? But now it's, like, I think it's reversed. Now it's kind of like, oh, you were on American Idol? Like,
1: next. You you don't have cred? It's, like,
2: cheesy. That's what I mean. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like, meh. And it's nothing against the judges on American Idol now. Like I mean, Lionel Richie. I mean, you can't get any more
1: legendary than
2: Lionel Richie. Even Katy Perry doesn't bother me on the show. Um, and the other guy, they Luke Bryan. Yeah, I mean, they're fine, but I don't know.
1: I think a lot of these things. There's also time and place. Yeah, you know, like...
2: and also with American Idol, the first few seasons. I mean, Randy, Paula, and Simon that, had you, chemistry. You can't fake
1: that. Yeah, you can't fake that, and and. And that was lightning in a bottle for sure, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> who the hell would have known those three would but, but, but would but capture me, yeah. would capture America's attention? But but
2: what, what is interesting, actually, that's a very good point. What's really interesting about American Idol versus The Voice is that the American Idol, if you remember, was a runaway hit the first year. Like that mm-hmm. show went from being unknown. To, like, to overnight... Being, yeah. To being a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. There yeah, we yeah. go. Yeah. They would put it in the Library of Congress, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And, obviously, pa- we knew Paula Abdul, but it's not like Paula Abdul was, like, this iconic...
1: She, no, and she was not at the height of her... She
2: was not at the height of her career. Right. Um, I knew Randy Jackson because he was Mariah Carey's, you know, m- uh, musical director. But that was you. But that was me. Right. But nobody really knew who he was. And nobody knew who Simon Cowell was,
1: yeah. right? And... and- America, remember a time when none of us knew who Ryan Seacrest was?
2: And, and exactly, <laughs> and
1: the other guy, and Brian Dunkelman. Yes, which we still don't know so who he is. But that it's not like that show had it
2: locked in. I mean, yes, it, it was the American version of Pop Idol, which was a hit in the UK, which we watched oh, somehow. Yes, um, and but but it right. It was Place in Time, and and even though the judges became extremely popular right and their bickering and all that was like (laughs) front it was part of the show it was but 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 it became known for that right? right for the judges but it was still about the contestants and the contestants were front and center
1: it was not reverse engineered
2: right yes there was a you know simon being really nasty and i'm sure that you know after season one Simon knew he had to amp it up. And right. po- they knew their characters. Right. They knew, they that knew they were, what they had to do. Yeah. Right. And I'm sure there was a lot of that, but it was still about, the the, the, the singers were still central to right. the show. Whereas that's not the case with the voice. And I don't know. It's just like nobody really, I don't want to say nobody really cares because I hate saying that because I'm sure there's people that are. But
1: it's not like, whatever. There's also, I think, something to be said for just, we said this before, like there's just so much content now too. hmm you know it's, and I'm fingers crossed because I think two of the streamers are about to just get combined, a HBO Max and Discovery Plus because Warner Brothers, uh, well, Discovery just finished buying out Warner Brothers, so now it's Warner Dis- Warner Brothers Listen. Discovery. If all and I know, and I feel like they are going to blend the two of them together. So now we're down, we're down to one. Like you know, what I mean, we're 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 consolidating.
2: Listen, if these streamers ever put some type of restriction that only can it could only be streamed from one device. Humanity is fucked.
1: Netflix is starting to um, figure out how to charge you for multiple logins in places or whatever. It sounds great in theory, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, but what if you're somebody who just travels a lot?
2: (laughs) I would cancel Netflix if that was the case. Netflix is the one I watch the least. And if I ever wanted to watch something, I'd sign up for a free trial and do whatever. No, because like, you know, the whole point of these streamers was like the whole thing cut the cord from cable. But now it's like, You know, thankfully we have the family plan (laughs) with still which is rotating among all of our friends. Exactly. But like yeah, like there's okay, what do I have? Okay, I have Amazon Prime Hulu. Well, yeah I don't have (laughs) we have Hulu. We have (laughs) we have Amazon Prime, Hulu, Netflix, HBO Max, (laughs) Paramount Plus, Disney Plus. That's six. Um, What else do I have that I pay for? Yeah, that's six. That's six. That's six. That's That's a lot. I think I have more. What do you have that I don't have?
1: (laughs) So I have Hulu, Uh which you have. Netflix, which I share. (laughs) Discovery Plus, which Jose gets for free because of Discovery. HBO Max, which Jose gets for free because he has um, DirecTV, right, right. whatever. Disney Plus, which I don't know whose it is. Peacock, which... Oh, I do have Peacock. Uh,
2: do you have the free version or the pay version? I have the free version. I need to get the pay version I will, from our friend. Uh, yes,
1: uh-huh. Uh, Peacock, um, Amazon, Netflix. I have Peacock, so I have seven. I think I have like... I'm. I think I'm up to eight, and I probably have like nine. Like, let's just round up. So, yeah. Now, how many of them do we pay for, respectively? That's a different question. There but should
2: be a streaming plus that has just telenovelas. There is. Like, old, old telenovelas?
1: There, I can't remember the name of it right now. Is it, like, Wait, telenovela I, plus? I think it's called Pantaya. Pantaya telenovelas. Like, I think the, it's Pantaya.
2: Like, but, like, uh, that it's, like, a repository of telenovelas? I don't know
1: how far back it goes, but I know that they have, like, Ruby and, you know. Again, that's what they... that Listen, when they promote it, they're going to show, like, the ones people remember, like, my, uh, my, Barrio el primo Mayor I'm sure though That these things Are probably owned by uh, Galavision or, uh-huh. or Televisa And it probably goes back I would love to catch Some old ass Verónica Castro Novelas
2: Yeah Los ricos también lloran Yes
1: Which is the one With the lady with a patch
2: Oh Cuna de Lobos Cuna de Lobos
1: we need to do uh, Our another
2: novela. another novela episode It's been a while It has
1: been a while It's been, it's a, while. been a while I mean
2: we're not going to do it now Because we're at the end of this episode Yeah we're,
1: we're wrapping up but... Right but
2: <laughs> But we need but, to do yes. Because I remember that one was uh, uh, Our listeners really liked La telenovela yep. ones <laughs>
1: Yes Actually now you said that We're wrapping up I just want to I, I want to do a little promo corner Right quick um, So This Wednesday April Oh my god I think you have a calendar In front of you uh, April Twenty something. I can't think of the date right now. We're going to be doing trivia. Oh yes, at Union Beer. Uh, No, not at Union Beer. At Beat Culture. Sorry about that. It is on the twentieth, April twentieth. We're going to be at Beat Culture doing trivia. So please come out and and you know do trivia. And then on the twenty third, we are going to be doing one of our Bean Bump Boyle pop ups. Um, Where we're going to have we we're figuring out what we're going to have, but we're definitely going to do some spicy Korean and some way I guess. we're just we're, we're we're going back and forth whether we're going to do wings or, or chicken sandwiches so y'all should come out and find out which decision we made and taste because they're gonna taste delicious anyway we'll post all of that um you know it's at the Miami Vintage Market so thank you Miami Vintage Market for inviting us to to be part of that that pop-up um so yeah just trying to do a little little housekeeping uh yeah. promo moment so wait you know now that we talked about food I'm thirsty your so is no, rest, my sodas.
2: last soda time. I'm just gonna give my last soda this week to um, uh, Gilbert Gottfried uh, who passed away this week. You know,
1: did he, you see the picture that was uh, circulating of that it was him, Saget, and yeah. Louis Anderson? Yeah, I was like, oh. yeah.
2: You know, Gilbert Gottfried is one of these people that, like, whether you liked him or not, he was an original. Yeah, you know for sure, and he was his own brand, his own kind of style. Yeah, definitely so, unique. Yeah, you know, for better or for worse, and like you have to kind of commend that originality. I sure as hell do. So, and it's funny because he's one of these people I can't say that I really thought about him too much, especially in the last few years. But you appreciated what he contributed. You know? Yeah. So
1: okay. Well, I'm gonna give my last soda. Um, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I'm just gonna give it to, to Darwin Figueroa, guest host oh, from yes. last week. Um, oh, he
2: got my, he got my soda last week. So well, he's
1: them. double refreshed. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, man, for for stepping in and, and guest hosting. And you know, after 198 episodes, I had not missed one. But you know, 197, yes. I had not missed yes. one episode. Um, but you and know what? I needed a break. <laughs> yes, Darwin. And as you know, if Miss Universe can not complete her reign, exactly. then the first runner-up
2: <laughs> <laughs> completes Miss Universe's reign. <laughs>
1: I love, it. I love it so thank you man like i genuinely appreciate you know you, you, awesome. you stepping in and he's one of those people that i mean you and i've said this all the time we just freaking love him and yeah. i think one of the things that makes us like i don't want to use the word sad or upset or whatever but he's one of those people that it's like why don't we see him more why don't we hang out with him more like yeah. every time we see him we say the same thing because we just love to he just has, he has really good energy he has phenomenal energy like it's just it's it's pure and just out there and and I freaking love you man so thank you thank you again. I was going to say we should give an extra soda to Mark Morrison. You know why not? <laughs> Listen, he'll be happy somebody's talking about him. Yeah. Yeah, Mark Moore,
2: I can assure you there's not another <laughs> podcast at least this week
1: that has talked about, about Mark Morrison and Ashley Simpson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ashley Simpson maybe more. No, but... in
1: that combination.
2: Right. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They should redo <laughs> Ebony and
1: Ivory. <laughs> okay, if they do this is on tape.
2: Yes, and she has the Motown connection.
1: This this is true. Yeah,
2: yes. I'm sure she knows Barry Gordy.
1: He's still alive, right? Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, can you just imagine your mother-in-law being Diana Ross?
1: I would totally want to try on, like, the feather boas.
2: I mean, it's like,
1: <laughs> how do you even approach that, right? But then again,
2: her sister-in-law...
1: Is, is Tracy. She, is Tracy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross, yeah.
2: Right? But it's like, does she say like, Hi, Mrs. Ross, or does she call her the boss? Like
1: Oh. <laughs> well, doesn't it, she the rumors that she has everybody call her Ms. Ross? Is that true? Well, I'm not sure not family. But right. you know, like the, the the diva reputation, you know, is like when you meet her, it's like, Oh, Miss Ross, you know, Miss right. Ross. Reach out and touch someone. It's true. I mean Ain't high, no mountain high enough. Yeah. It's like your mother-in-law is Diana, Diana Ross. Ross. Like, like you want to talk about the word that gets thrown around icon, but that's an icon. No, and it's not it's, even like that's a not legend. Even like that the is star
2: power because there's like a lot of people that are like e- very famous or even more famous that's like okay, you know, like that's your mother-in-law. Oh wow, you know. But Diana Ross is Diana Ross. It's like I don't think of Di- I don't I don't think of Diana Ross doing anything else other than seductively being in front of a fan.
1: I can't think of Diana Ross wearing
2: jeans. Right. She is, I I just think of her eternally in front of some type of wind source, you know? (laughs) With some type of shiny source. (laughs) And, and you know, wind source. I right. love that right. because there could be I different love types. That. It, could no. be a, it could be a fan, a She could be on a cliff, she could be on a
1: balcony on the Riviera, as we've seen in the midst of a tropical storm. Yes, on Central Park. God, Central Park. A, a wind, source. wind source. You know what? You are right, sir.
2: You like that one. You are. I just see her internally in front of a wind source. You know, she has some type of off-the-shoulder garment. Her shoulders have to show, right? At least one. Yeah, she has some type of shawl or boa. There's something around her. Always drapery.
1: Yes. There's yes. always drapery. For, hair, the source, for, for the wind source. For the wind source, of right, course. Has to be dramatic. Right, right. Right, right, right.
2: Her hair, of course, the hair. And then, you know, she's kind of like... I just see her having her hands up in the air we're not sure why but it's okay because Diana Ross
1: because Diana Ross is just eternally flowing flowing yes. flowing Diana flowing. Ross is just always flowing if, if we're
2: all elements she is and air she is,
1: <laughs> is she the avatar
2: the airbender <laughs> Diana Ross is air and like so imagine that being your mother-in-law <laughs> be like hi Mrs. Ross I'm Ashley I'm from Texas my dad's name is Joe. I have a sister named <laughs> Jessica. You may have heard of her. Yes, I know you're a, a Motown legend and icon, um, but I'm just I Ashley, know. y'all. <laughs> sometimes I'm blonde, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> and, and we never know. But, you know, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mrs. Ross.
1: Mrs. <laughs> Ross. Mrs. Ross sure she floats down to meet her. <laughs> I mean, listen, she
2: left the Super Bowl in a helicopter. This is true. Right? I'm sure. There is a lot
1: of air I'm when sure, you think of Diana Ross. I'm sure
2: that one of the reasons when they were thinking the concept of the helicopter was the air. You know? Right. The when, propellers. The, the propellers uh, right, the right. Air, the, the, all the air. The whole. You know, and again, as dra- you say, drapery. drapery. <laughs> like a lot of drapery. Diana Ross is now wearing a t shirt or a simple blouse. She has to wear something that hangs. That flows in the air because diana ross is air. <laughs> again who else has left in a helicopter <laughs> sure. i mean the only thing that could surpass her exit from her super bowl show is if somebody leaves in a rocket oh, God. <laughs> and they just do the super bowl show at like the nasa last launching <laughs> pad in cape canaveral and i don't know who's gonna do the super bowl next oh. uh Whomever. I say just have her do it and have
1: her leave in a rocket.
2: Right. They just get in a rocket when it goes T minus, blah. And then
0: boom. Dinah you know, Ross just goes Diana up Ross into space.
2: Diner Ross or whomever goes outer space. I mean, that's
1: really the only thing that could outdo that.
0: Uh, all
2: exit. I can
1: think of is like, it, Lance Bass won't even be asked for that. No.
2: I mean, last, Lance doesn't have the air. No, element. he's not air. No, he's not drapey. He's not tra- <laughs> like, you know, um, yeah. So again, if you're Ashley Simpson, how do you even come close to that? <laughs> well, it's not like she's water. What? Are, what is it? Earth? What? Earth, wind, and fire? Earth, wind, fire and air? This is...
1: and air. I mean, well, maybe that's why they didn't put air in the band name, right? They just—it was already They're like we're Earth, wind, and fire. I mean, she's we're... not fire. No, no, no. She's, she's definitely not earth. No, no, she's not water. And she's not water. She's not water. I don't find her liquidy. Right, she's air. <laughs> she's <there>. air. <laughs> I.
2: I mean, I mean when, when have you ever seen Diana Ross where something in her was not moving? Something was not moving.
1: <laughs> There's always something moving, right? Yeah, she's not wearing like some type of like you know fitted suit.
2: I don't know why I love watching it, and I, again, I can't say I'm a Diana Ross fan. I love Upside Down. I like that song a lot that's I think COVID
1: Mahalio I was gonna go see her in concert for her 70th thing
2: Upside Down that song I actually like a lot but aside from that I don't you know I'm not really a big fan of her other stuff I love that TV special she had in 1981 uh, when Upside Down came out that she's on top of the great forum uh, the great western forum in LA and she's just spinning around and a helicopter passes by her. (laughs) You haven't seen this? I haven't seen this, but again, a wind source. She's dancing on top of this huge... Signage they did on top of the stadium that said Diana.
0: Okay, yes, 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 yes. And
2: everything is flowing Lots there of we drapery. And lots we of- have just spent ten <laughs> minutes talking about Diana Ross. Anyway, everybody, we that was episode. Nine. We are ending our last episode before our 200s with Diana Ross. So why, better not? Way to end it. why not? Better way why to not? Why not? So anyway, oh lord!
0: <laughs>
2: wow, I hope you everybody made it this far. Um. We're going to go watch Diana Ross now in her 1980 or 81 oh, I gotta special. Oh, we have to now. Um, we hope everybody has a great holiday weekend. Lord. Whatever you observe, whatever, you know, you celebrate this weekend. Yes. See you at Trivia we on know, Wednesday. Hope you have a great time and a peaceful time uh. with your family. Uh, we hope you listened, laughed, and learned about Diana Ross. Um, and that is... Grab your batelito, your croqueta, um, and your cafecito, and your wind source machine. And, um... <laughs> We will... Listen, <laughs> we will Join us join us again, please. I can't even end it. I'm thinking about his air. It's um, and... Join us next week for our 200th episode. It's here, everyone. It's here. So, oh, thank you gosh. so much. Bye, Have everybody. a great weekend. Bye.
1: Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more